To succeed in small business, you need technology that runs efficiently. When you partner with a Dell Small Business Technology Advisor, you get advice, one-on-one partnership, and tailored productivity solutions, including computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage networking, plus industry-leading monitors and accessories. It's how they help your small business make the most of every minute. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800-085-4878. That's 0800-085-4878. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 56 of Dumb All Over. Recording from where guns have more rights than humans, Pennsylvania, this is a progressive podcast of brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture, and we're always under the influence of, you know it, craft beer. On today's episode, we will talk about Rob Porter while drinking, oddly enough, a porter, (laughs) not joking, (laughs) Trump's budget, uh, replacement for food stamps, uh, great old snowflake DeVos, and a pipeline in Pennsylvania. We will also talk to congressional candidate Peter Jacob of New Jersey 7th District. And then I realized we didn't pick a religious person this week. Ah. <laughs> so that'll be a surprise. So that'll be a surprise that we uh. will um, insert into the spot later, probably. Yeah. Maybe not. As always, I am Tom. Across the table from me is the co-host of the show, the amazing... <laughs> <laughs> The irreplaceable. Uh, that part might be true. Austin. Yeah. How I'm, are you? I'm good. I think I'm ready for this. Okay. My coffee. Yeah, we didn't pick a religious person. No, <laughs> we, for, we forgot. Reading through the notes, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Something's missing. Well, here's here's a hint. It'll probably be from Right Wing Watch. So What? <laughs> we haven't used them in a week. <laughs> yeah, I know. A whole week. <laughs> um, how Was are it you? even two weeks, maybe? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I don't remember what we did last week. Everything's every well, week's last week a blur. was Pastor Manning. And uh, that was his own channel. That was his own website. Yeah. And the week before, I don't think we did one. So no. So it's been a while. So sorry, Right Wing Watch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're upset. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Austin? I'm good. I'm ready for this. I think. You know, I am too. We have a pretty fun uh, day scheduled for everybody, and I'm really intrigued in our first beer mm. because when you smell it through the <laughs> bottle, well, not through the bottle, but from in the bottle, yeah, it smells like olives. It does. It <laughs> does. Really... I, I agree. It smells like olives. It's and weird. you're gonna be thinking, oh, it's probably some sort of like olive, maybe flavor, maybe not something in the family of olives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. This is from Saucony Creek Brewing Company. Uh, it is the Reserve Imperial Vanilla yeah. Porter. Yeah, it's part of their Reserve Ten series. It's from Oh Kutztown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Or, As a matter of fact, I'm playing there next month. Are you? Yeah, March 1st. Very nice. So um, if we have any listeners in Kutztown, come on out to Saucony Creek. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm, I love olives, but I hope it doesn't taste like <laughs> olives. <laughs> See, I'm not... It's funny because I don't like olives by themselves. I like them with stuff, and I like things that are made from olives. And olive oil, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can eat but, olives straight. See, from I can't. I, I love them. I just can't do it. Um, so let's enjoy this beer with a nice cheers. 
Oh, that was Ooh, a good one. And it almost yeah. rhymed, too. Well, it definitely doesn't taste like olives. <laughs> no. That's actually a very delightful yeah. beer. A very delightful beer. By the way, people who uh, keep track of beer releases and stuff, yeah. um, our wish future sponsors, Weyerbacher. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Uh, Probably not. Just released Sunday Morning Stout. Oh, no. On Sunday. Did they really? Yes. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. So I'm hoping... Once this month, we're going to have um, a Sunday morning stout, um, a breakfast stout, <laughs> and maybe one other coffee stout. We'll have like, okay. a, like a coffee stout shoot off. Well, I'm pretty sure I know what the winner is, but okay. I'm not so sure because I, I don't know if I'll be able to pick between Sunday morning stout and the breakfast stout. Maybe not. Maybe not. Sunday morning is the um, Weyerbacher one. What's, yeah. um, what's the other one? Founders. Founders. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That, that's really good, too. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I say it's my favorite stout, but Sunday Morning Stout is very close. It is really close. Yeah. I remember when I, that was one of the first ones that we tried. Yeah. And I just remember, like, that was, it's a good way to get me into craft beer. Yeah. Because that was just a, an amazing experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. And we yeah. could definitely pull that off. Yeah. Now that Weyerbacher has Sunday Morning Stout back. Oh, God. Yeah. It's so good. I know. February has been a very good month for us so far. And I, and and I heard that better. Um, Saucony Creek. Their next reserve, because they, they do a different reserve every month. It's so good, too. Yeah. Is going to be some kind of um, barrel-aged espresso stout. Uh-oh. <laughs> so Uh-oh. I'll, see, I'll see if it's been released when I go down there. This is actually really good. I there, know. There's no... I, it doesn't say the alcohol... Al- alcohol? Alcohol. <laughs> alcohol content on the bottle, so I can't... Wait, what's, what does it say right under? Just 12 uh, fluid ounces. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't specify the... I mean, we could look it up and let you know, but uh, it's so smooth. It's probably because these are those special, like they're a special release. Mm. Very, uh, a very subtle hint of vanilla, but it's uh, not overly sweet. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And I'm not always a huge fan of porters, but this one I like a lot. Yeah. I'm more into stouts. Yeah. But uh, this is pretty good. And it's, uh, it's a good way to start the show. Yeah. Because we're about to get into some really not so good stuff. Uh Let's uh let's start the Trump report. Yeah. <laughs> Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka were my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. I know, you know, one day one day we won't have to have the Trump report. Let's hope it's soon. <laughs> it, it might be the way things uh, are going. Then we'll be starting the Pence report. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which will be like weird homoerotic stuff. <laughs> I, it's funny that you mentioned Pence. This is actually not part of our, our show notes. Which, yeah. believe it or not, we have show notes. Yeah. Um, he was trying to stand up for LGBT rights or the the community at least in a in a statement oh like Did earlier he? this week yeah by saying that he is on on our side like yeah. <laughs> not so much i mean i don't i don't i don't know because he's really quiet in this administration yeah but you can look back at his time as governor of illinois or of well, Indiana. No, his policies thing. definitely aren't i wouldn't be shocked if he was <laughs> 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 you know what I, I would normally say you're crazy but i see more and more extremists yeah. who are so against gays and lesbians yeah. that come out as gays or lesbians in some strange way yeah like being caught <laughs> with a guy blowing you under your desk yeah. 
which has happened before. <laughs> I saw one story once where a politician was caught in a closet. Oh, God, a, that's too perfect. The gay prostitute. That's, <laughs> that's so like, perfect. It's like, oh, the symbolism is... <laughs> it's, it's almost so heavy. Do you it's think, painful. Do you think the... Like the well, I don't know if the police broke him up but do you think whoever saw him in his office somebody had to bust him was like all right come out of the closet (laughs) i don't know i don't know i would have i would just been like okay it's time for you to get out of the closet now just to make it like as blatantly obvious as possible um let's talk about more closet or things that should go back into the closet like rob porter (laughs) rob porter made headlines this week um because he is a um well, from what all reports are showing, he was a soon-to-be superstar of the political world. He was on his way of moving up the ladder, about to get a uh, a, a nice juicy promotion, um, which in the Trump White House means that you're the next on the chopping block, evidently. And well, this time <laughs> at least, he did this to himself. So Uh-oh. allegations against Rob Porter came out that he had been abusing his, or he had abused his uh, two ex-wives. Both of them. Both of them, yeah. This article comes from uh, CNN. Oh. I know. So we really don't know if it's true or not. It's probably not, though. Porter (laughs) was up for promotion despite abuse allegations, which is is perfect. Because that's exactly what you would expect with this administration. It's like, I know that you're beating your wives and probably even your staffers. But would you like this other job that's way better with more clearances? Yeah. Like that doesn't it doesn't make sense in any other administration, but it's almost like a requirement in the Trump administration. Yeah. Rob Porter was involved in serious discussions to be promoted when he abruptly resigned from the White House last week. Shit. That's right. By the way, he resigned. <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. I admit allegations that he abused his two ex-wives. His anticipated elevation further highlights how the top White House officials were trying and willing to overlook indications from the FBI that there were potential abuse allegations in his background in exchange for professional competence in a term in a well tumultuous. I can't say that word. Tumultuous. Yeah, yeah. West Wing. <laughs> I had listen words. <laughs> words. I write better. Now than I, I have a question for what? you. Uh, how many Obama staffers had to resign because they beat their wives? <gasps> Zero, mm. I think. Listen, I could be wrong. Actually, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's zero. Because and how many has Trump had just this week? <laughs> just this week, Two. I know. Just Two. this week, yeah. And this, well, and from what reports are saying, it might even be getting worse in the future. Oh, of course, yeah. because it does seem like he surrounds, he surrounds himself with yeah. shitty people. Yeah, yeah. And shitty people do well, shitty things. Yeah. Um, this is this is the crazy part. He was also being considered for the deputy chief of staff position. Another source familiar with the situation said CNN reported Friday that Jim Carroll, who served as the deputy chief of staff for less than three months, was stepping down to helm the office of national drug control policy, which is another weird thing, too. It's like these shitty people are getting the promotions. So you're filling. You remember remember the whole drain the swamp? Yeah. (laughs) Remember that? Is this draining the swamp? Is it getting rid of corrupt people? It seems and like filling it's, them with it's like filling it even more. Actually, it seems like it, yeah. doesn't it? It's taken what was already like a scummy town mm-hmm. and just made it like viscerally scummy. It does seem like that. Yeah, like before it was corrupt in that there were all these really like image controlled people mm-hmm. that would go around making deals that would fuck over, you know, people who weren't in the elite political class. But now these are just genuinely like scummy people. 
Yeah, like, yeah, that's like, what it seems like. like. Characters that you would see at a trailer park, <laughs> like right? Are, and yeah. you know what? It shouldn't surprise anybody because when the, he first became president, Trump obviously he filled his office with people like Steve Bannon, yeah. Alex Jones. You know, and guys of that character, nah. uh, Sebastian Gorka, nah. and the, yeah, don't forget these people were there. They still, some of them still are. Nah. Bill O'Reilly was one of his good friends. What happened to Bill O'Reilly? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, and he was he was accused of beating his wife too. Yeah, yeah, and others. Yeah, <laughs> and sexually abusing others. Yeah. So, but I mean, they they accuse him of physically abusing his wife. Well, yeah, yeah. and uh, same thing with uh, Rob Porter here. What the, and I saw I, I saw pictures. Look, Tom, Sebastian oh, Gorka. Jesus Christ. Here, he says that I don't think it's such a terrible thing and that maybe it's just the actions of an alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> That's something he would definitely say. And maybe you little cucks should just sit around and criticize each other in your podcasts and let the real men, the alpha males, do mm-hmm. all the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I man. think that would be his rebuttal. Oh, it would be something very similar. And it would even sound very... That was actually really good. <laughs> Kudos to that. That was pretty good. Um, Much better that I was uh, watching the Majority Report before you came over, mm-hmm. and they had a guy come on. A guy called in was trying to do Sebastian Gorka's voice, and it did not sound... Oh. <laughs> it was kind of... It was like really high, and it sounded like... Oh. It, the accent was more South African. <laughs> oh! It sounded more like as uh, Michael Brooks does a Nelson Mandela. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He does a Nelson Mandela impression. It sounded a lot more like that. <laughs> okay. So failed. <laughs> yeah, it was failed. bad. <laughs> so uh, anyway, listen. It looks like it's just going to keep getting worse and worse for the cabinet now. Mm. Um, this 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 administration is such a fucking shithole. Yeah, and it, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> and it wouldn't shock me if Mueller was um, going through his cabinet right now. Like the, I know a lot of people are thinking he's going to try to go person by person through oh, Trump's yeah. cabinet before yeah. he gets to Trump himself. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. And we discussed this many Let's times just before. Hope, like for the sake of the future, I hope his, and I know it won't be because she's not the one most connected to mm-hmm. the Russia thing, but I hope Betsy DeVos is somebody he goes after. Oh my God. Because if we could get rid of her. Listen, we're going to talk about her in yeah, a little I know, while. I know. Um, yeah. That that would be great. <laughs> That'd be great. And, I was thinking the exact same. Oh, that would be amazing. And because like still over half the cabinets still haven't been filled because yeah. like, listen, even the Republicans are like, I don't want to get these people in this cabinet. Yeah. And like, it just, everything's, I've never seen it take this long for a cabinet to be filled. I've yeah. never seen that. And then every time we get a position filled, we have to discuss when they're going to get fucking either fired, yeah. resign or arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you believe this is the presidency? Uh, if you would have asked me like three years ago, he would have I said would have absolutely your face. not. Like, yeah. like this is this again. is like a comedy routine again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing stopped you beforehand. <laughs> Let's just put that out exactly. there. Um, you have news on a Trump budget. There's actually quite a few stories attached yeah. to this budget. So plan. I'll just kind of start with the budget overall. Uh, there's an op-ed piece in the New York Times. Oh, which man, we're just fucking fake news yeah. city over here. It's called Donald Trump's nasty budget. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I get by it. the entire editorial board. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Now, do you know what Trump called his budget? Um, no. Well, he got real creative this year. Wait, is it the the great budget of 2018? <laughs> no, that would have been much better. Really? It's just called an American budget. <laughs> oh. 
what is this supposed to be like another it's like a tv show <laughs> it's like now introducing the american budget yeah. or oh, it's like a fucking new singing show it's like the new american <laughs> idol it's with, just, with accountants it's, it's just it's just accountants coming on like i can fix this bank account for you paul you did a great job <laughs> but you misplaced the decimal point on the third line of this Excel sheet, and so you're fired. And you know Simon Cowell is going to come out and be like, yeah. well, that was wrong. That was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Shut up, Simon. I have it under control. <laughs> Are you president? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm president. You're just an English mouth. Okay? We got oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> an English mouth. <laughs> My new cover band. <laughs> English mouth. It could be literally any English band in theory. Yeah, yeah. All right, Joe, what do you got for English mouth? All right, go ahead, Austin. I think American budget is going to be my American budget. <laughs> yeah, I like it. All right. So during during his presidential campaign, Donald Trump told the quote forgotten men and women of our country that he would champion them. Wait, 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 wait. Who's that? Oh, I assume um, poor white people. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say the forgotten people would be like Native Americans, Black, Hispanics. Yeah, but it's well. Trump. I think there's there's definitely truth to the fact that this country has forgotten poor people in general. Poor people in general. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just again, it's Trump, so I'm not sure exactly who he's talking about. As evidence that he was a different kind of Republican, he promised not to cut Medicare, Medicaid, and other programs that benefit poor and middle class families. Right. Yeah. But on Monday, Trump <laughs> proposed a budget that would slash spending. On Medicare, Medicaid, food stamps, transportation, mm-hmm. and other essential government services, all while increasing the federal deficit. Okay. <laughs> so, it's the worst of both so, worlds. So, get rid of everything, but make us poorer. Yeah. Trump's uh, 2019 budget, combined with the tax cuts mm-hmm. that the Republicans passed last year, would amount to one of the greatest transfers of wealth from the poor to the rich in generations. Jesus. It would also charge trillions of dollars in new debt. To the account of future Americans. It's a plan that would please only far-right ideologues who want to dissolve nearly every part of the federal government, save the military. You know, I, I remember when Ben Carson once said that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just taking a very good nap. I'm sorry, go ahead, Tom. Ben Carson once said, well, if if Trump does win the presidency, as obviously yeah. before, mm-hmm. that it would only be four years and what could happen in four years? Pretty much saying like, oh, it's all, it'll only be four years anyway. Well, a lot, apparently. <laughs> this is the like, same Ben Carson that says there's not a racist bone in Trump's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I guess his brain isn't technically a bone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he would know. He's a neurosurgeon. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't, I'm just saying, I don't want Ben Carson anywhere near my brain. No. During yeah. surgery. Like, hey, first what? of all, don't you have a time limit? Like, once you open up the, 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 the skull, there's like yeah. a certain time limit that you yeah, have. you can't go on forever. Oh, my God. He would be so... F- I, I would just I know, be so... fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> go on, Austin. The proposal would raise military spending by 14.1%. Is that all? Yeah, that's we, all. I was hoping for 24%. Yeah. Uh, while cutting funding for the State Department. Oh, my God. <laughs> the agency that has a mandate to resolve problems without going to war. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's going to cut it by 26.9%. Okay. The guy who wants a military parade on the streets of Washington, D.C., are mm-hmm. you surprised by that? No. Okay. Uh, it would cut the Department of Health and Human Services by 20.3% and the Department of Education by 10.5%. So leaving it with like 1% funding. Okay. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> 
enough to pay DeVos, and that's about it. Yeah. It calls for the repeal of the Affordable Care Act and proposes cutting food stamps by uh, $213 billion or around 30%. Well, don't worry about ten food years. stamps. We have a solution coming up soon. Yeah, Blue Apron. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that soon, too. <laughs> Who uh, we're like the only podcast on earth that they don't <laughs> advertise I, on. I know. Uh, Medi- Medicare and Medicaid, which benefit one-third of Americans, are targeted for hundreds of billions of dollars of cuts. <sighs> if Congress adopted Mr. Trump's proposal, millions of people would stand to lose health insurance, subsidized food, low-cost housing, and other benefits. Uh, the result would greatly increase poverty and hunger in America. So, Well, that's depressing as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucking... Uh, yeah. That's wonderful. Hey... Yeah. Uh, on a side note, yeah. just I, I'm sorry, this is so random and off topic, but it's not. It's kind of no, it's off topic. <laughs> if Obama wanted a military parade, yeah. what would have happened? Oh my God, there would have been protests in Fox News. You think that's all? Yeah, I, I people would have gone nuts. There would have been violence. There would Probably. there would have been violence. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to tell because sometimes they would like when he did stuff that was hawkish. They'd be they'd like that. So yeah. So anyway, to recap Trump's budget, cut everything, raise the military. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, you need the raised military funding because that military parade is apparently going to be super expensive. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be super expensive. But it's going to be amazing. It's going to be, yeah. We're going to do everything that it's, a third world country does oh, man. because we're quickly turning ourselves into one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's super scary. Like, and then I pe- once I get- the country's credibility low enough, mm-hmm. I can sell the country my name, oh my and we could be Trump America. Oh, my God. And you could just come over to <laughs> Trump <laughs> America, where we have the greatest golf courses yeah. and the greatest oil pipelines yeah. and beautiful, beautiful clean coal. <laughs> <laughs> you know- All the plates will be made of beautiful clean this, coal. <laughs> this would be funnier- if I couldn't see it happening. <laughs> mm. But the fact that I can yeah. see that happening doesn't make that funny anymore. I know. It makes it kind of Change scary. the name of the country to Trump America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Just the, uh, the military parade, I'm so hung up on that because I'm, I'm terrified of that. That's such a scary <clears throat> situation yeah. that this country it's, it's is going into. It's world dictatorship. It really is. Yeah. And I don't care what people say about it. I don't care if, our, if we have a random fucking Facebook troll come and try to tell us <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> Motherfuckers, it doesn't... There's nothing about that that's democracy. Yeah. This is this is what military power does. This is what Kim Jong Un and Putin do yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, this is what Hitler did. This is what Mussolini did. Mussolini to inflate his own ego and to make Hitler seem like he was a much stronger ally than he really was, would have his soldiers walk across like the area that Hitler was chilling at with, yeah. with Mussolini, walk around the street and just circulate again to make it look like the army was bigger than it really was. Oh, yeah. He would have his planes fly in a giant circle to make it look like planes were going through. But that's how you show power. Yeah. If you're a dictator. Yeah. It's just really concerning. And you're really insecure. Very insecure. Yeah. And it, I read an article saying that this is all because the Democrats didn't stand up for him <laughs> during the State of the Union. So he wants a military parade. That, I read an, one article, so I don't know if that's uh, actually true or not. But like, if you Yeah, go, there were a couple of times Paul Ryan didn't stand for him either. A, yeah. And during <clears throat> the Obama administration, Republicans yeah. didn't stand for him either. It's, oh, I know, it's, yeah. it's a thing that you do. If you ever yeah, watch- Yeah, but that's okay because he's a Kenyan Muslim traitor. <laughs> I guess. If you ever watch- Lock him up. If you ever watch <laughs> the English Parliament, 
they that's what they do. Well, the, well they like jump up and down. It's they really do. Funny. It's actually really entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. It's way more entertaining than our bullshit Congress. Um, well, Mr. Speaker, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and the other, the and other side like, jumps up, and then they all sit down all at the same time. It's like the freakiest. It's like the weirdest thing ever. And then they have like the. I wonder if they had like if their version of C-SPAN is more like like the soccer announcers. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> and I just like I love how once in a while the person speaking um, for their party will crack a joke and the entire party just like ah <laughs> like a yeah. Monty Python clip and yes. then that's it. Like they're cracking. Jo- it's so much more fun to watch. I know. Kind of My proposal move. for good exercise for the children is have them run through the fields of wheat. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I really want this country to adopt a ministry of silly walks. Okay. I'm just saying. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> um, so you mentioned uh, Trump's <clears throat> proposed uh, food stamps. Well, yes. don't you worry, Austin, because yeah. we have a proposal by the man himself, Donald Trump. Um. Mm. <clears throat> He wants, this is coming from NBC News, sorry, fake news all around today, (laughs) Trump wants to replace food stamps, great, with Blue Apron type program. Except not Blue Apron type, (laughs) because the whole point of Blue Apron is that you get fresh food that you can cook. Right. And this is more like rations for World War II. <laughs> oh, look at you, clever NBC. The Trump administration is thinking inside the box. <laughs> uh. Fuck you. Fuck you and all your fucking bullshit articles. <laughs> uh, President Donald Trump wants to drastically scale back food stamps and replace them with a food box delivery program like Bru- Blue Apron. Yeah. In parentheses. Now, we had a good program called Meals on Wheels. But I decided I was going to cut that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't want to just go around giving people food. <laughs> Austin's best friend, Mick Mulvaney, director mm. of the Office of Management and Budget, told reporters on Monday about the plan by the U.S. Department of Agriculture to redesign the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program as America's Harvest Box. Under the plan, more than 16 million households would have half of their benefits go toward the food box delivery program. Finally, something I can do with my drumsticks. <laughs> what we do is propose that for folks who are on the food stamps, part, not all, part of their benefits come from the actual, in the actual sort of, and I don't want to steal somebody's, somebody's copyright, but blue apron type program where you actually receive the food instead of receive the cash, Mulvaney said. Wow. Blue Apron is a company that sells weekly meal service kits that come with ingredients and recipes. Um, this is a podcast. Everybody knows what Blue Apron is. <laughs> well, not our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I feel like I'm pitching Blue Apron right now. <laughs> Three meals a week for a family of four comes to about $140. Well, that's a lot. Uh, in the New York area. among Actually, that's not that bad no. for family of four. Among the offerings are beef medallions. Oh, Galleon salsa verde and salmon and ducca spiced vegetables. Listen, Blue Apron, stop being bougie. Just send me fucking like vegetables and steak, and I'm good to go. That's the thing, though. When he says Blue Apron, yeah, it's nothing like Blue Apron. Blue Apron. The whole point is that it's actually more pretentious than shopping at the grocery store. Uh, Under the current program, food stamp. Just kidding, Blue Apron. Please sponsor. (laughs) God, I know. I'll reach out. Food stamp recipients use a payment card similar to a debit card to buy food, and the USDA has strict rules about. What can be bought with the benefits? Alcohol, fuck, household items, and pet food, among the others, cannot be purchased. Pet yeah. food? 
That's a little. That's bullshit too. But I guess they're, they're what what their theory is. If you're poor, you shouldn't have pets. I guess so. Look, Tom, poor people can't have pets. I'm poor. I have a pet. <laughs> I'm just saying. The Trump administration proposal could shake up the country's largest program designed to battle domestic hunger issues. The proposed budget released Monday would would gut SNAP benefits by $17.2 billion in 2019, about wow. 22% of the program's total cost last year. USDA claims the new plan would save $129.2 billion over 10 years. Huh. Um, that's a lot that is a lot but at what that's cost two what was it two point uh 17.2 billion is what the uh it would gut snap benefits by um i don't know and then it says it would just save 129 billion over the next 10 years so they're they're taking 129 billion dollars worth of food out of Poor people's mouths yep. because yeah exactly because whatever <laughs> as a single and this is a quote because from, we need a military parade and right. a stupid fucking wall right uh representative alma adams of uh, democrat from north carolina called it expensive and unrealistic in a tweet while representative barbara lee democrat from california who said she raised her children on food stamps caused the idea offensive she says as a single mother who re- who relied on food stamps to feed my boys i can't overstate how offensive this proposal is she tweeted low-income families need more access to fresh produce and healthy foods not less yeah and that that is what this whole thing comes down to in my opinion yeah. is exactly what you said to lead this off is like this, this is not Blue Apron. He's no, literally just Blue taking Apron. Blue Apron and using that as because that sounds good. It sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm but like, what oh, you're yeah, really getting send poor people Blue Apron, right? But yeah. what you're really getting is fucking uh, Jim Baker's the disaster buckets of yeah. shit. <laughs> That's pretty. Well, I bet you he'll partner up with it, Jim it Baker. Sounds like they're getting like World War II food rations. <laughs> it does. And yeah. how much you want to bet that Trump would go to like a guy like Jim Baker who literally sucks Donald trump's dick every single episode of his show and like hey jim can we use your buckets to give to poor people and we'll pay you the most wonderful buckets i will sell you the naming rights you can call them trump buckets (laughs) (laughs) and we'll give them to all the poor people trump buckets i don't know if you've ever watched spongebob but it sounds a lot like chum buckets (laughs) which would be perfect it's just it's a (laughs) perfect thing um look it's so good it is all food colored paste um, Donald, that doesn't sound very good to me. <laughs> no, yeah, it sounds like a terrible idea. It does sound pretty bad. Um, okay, um, let's move on to uh, a, a favorite of the show, Austin. A favorite of the show. Oh yeah, Betsy DeVos. Oh no, <laughs> Betsy DeVos. Um, kind of disappeared from everybody's uh, radar. Thankfully, I didn't miss her. And then all of a sudden, my newsfeed was flooded with Betsy DeVos, and I'm like. Fuck. And that's never a good thing. No, that's never a good no. thing. Uh, but we can we can have some fun with this one. So okay. the article is from a website called Share Blue Media. Uh, Betsy DeVos comes out of hiding to complain critics are hurting her feelings. Aw, poor little snowflake. I know. That's why I called her Snowflake DeVos before. Yeah. I like it. We're on the same page. This is good. <laughs> one of the most controversial members of Donald Trump's cabinet is Betsy DeVos. What? The education secretary. I'm putting the quotations, by the way, who has no experience in education. <laughs> uh, bought her job with political donations and is fanatically committed to gutting civil rights in public education. Yep. I agree with that. I would <laughs> yeah. say I would say so too. That's a good characterization, pretty much. Her policies have been broadly hated. The mm-hmm. survey shows an overwhelming amount of teachers feel disrespected by her. To hear it from DeVos, however, she 
is the real victim. Of course, yes. Because all of the complaints about her and and how she's running her department have hurt her feelings. Oh. We, you know, and I feel bad because we're we're directly responsible for this in a lot of ways. Like we have been, I think our third episode was about her. Yeah. So like we've been we've been making fun of her for a while. So I'm That's sorry. True. Yeah. Not sorry. You can fucking. Then I realized that I think the title for that episode was Bad News DeVos. It was. But Bad News Betsy would have been a lot funnier. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, can bl- you, you can blame early Austin for that. Yes, I can. <laughs> this is an actual quote from Betsy DeVos. Oh, boy. Are you ready? It's hurtful to me when I'm criticized for not upholding this, the rights of students, oh. the civil rights of students. Oh. Nothing could be farther from the truth, said DeVos. Even though it's literally the truth. (laughs) I have to turn it back around and say, why do I keep getting criticized for that? (laughs) I mean, nothing that I've done would suggest otherwise. Uh, I mean, everything you've done? (laughs) What is this, like, weird, bizarre world? Yeah. I I don't understand I don't understand how all these fucking people in his cabinet are all, like, living this fucking fantasy land. That would be like Jeff Sessions going, I don't understand why everybody keeps calling me racist. (laughs) I just don't understand. It hurts my feelings. I know. I, I love the blacks. Yeah. He would say something like that. Jimbo, look out. That cross is getting out. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting out of control. You got to put it out. Put it out. I got some gasoline. <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I can't, I can't say that. No. <laughs> I will say this. Oh, look at all the stains in my hood. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will say this, Austin. Yeah. If you type in Betsy DeVos in Google, this is how I found this article. The first article that you find is not this. No? It's about how she's now turning her back to transgender student complaints, where she will not- Gee, I wonder where those civil rights complaints come from. <laughs> she, the articles flood the front page of Google when you type in yeah. her name, saying that she will no longer take complaints from transgender students on any kind of bathroom abuse, whether it be you know verbal or maybe physical or sexual. She's just not going to deal with it anymore and you're gonna say it's so much work i just don't (laughs) want to do it i gave 200 million dollars so i could have a nice title (laughs) and fund my charter school and eventually run for president well of course you think she'll ever run for president she's probably the most hated figure in his cabinet other than trump right i don't know sessions is pretty high up there yeah, probably. Nah. Probably. I mean he is scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> He's a scumbag. Um I don't know why you gotta talk about me like that. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm running a good Anglo American. <laughs> uh, Did you hear that comment? Which one? Oh, he was telling law enforcement that they were doing a really good job upholding what was it, the Anglo Saxon American tradition? Oh my god. Of law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you Why are you attacking Jeff yeah, Sessions right now? I don't know. That might be the one accurate statement he's actually said <laughs> all this time. Yeah, yeah I guess the, that's true. The article goes on to say, DeVos is absolutely correct. Nothing she has done would suggest she opposes the civil rights of students. Except rescinding federal guidelines for accommodating students with disabilities, weakening Title uh, IX regulations so that colleges are urged to let accused rapists interrogate their victims, and refusing to provide financial relief <laughs> to students scammed by predatory 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 for profit colleges, and declining to meet with those students, even as she met with a men's rights group that would defend campus rape. 
Ah. Those are only a few of the things that she's done. Not to mention- Next li- she'll be on Dave Rubin's show. There's <laughs> <laughs> a chance for that. Yeah. Not only that, but uh, other things that the article doesn't mention is uh, her attempt to uh, completely fuck up the, the student loan process, uh, her push for public uh, for charter schools rather than public yeah. schools, yeah. and let's not forget the fucking- Religious charter the re- schools. Well, that's yeah. true too. Yeah. And let's not forget the, the guns, the gun issues- she did say that teachers need to be armed so they could defend against grizzly bear attacks. <laughs> she fucking said that for real. All right, but Tom, <laughs> grizzly bear attacks are down. <laughs> well, actually, they've they've remained what steady. Are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> they've remained steady in schools from zero oh to God. zero. Well, it's just like when Trump took credit for the aviation being so much safer, oh. even though there were no crashes, there were no deaths last year. There are no deaths the year before. Mm. <laughs> There's no deaths again. <laughs> uh, this Although I do have a word to say about the student loans before what? you go on. Go ahead. So um, part of the Trump budget that was proposed would end federal student loan forgiveness programs. So it would make them go bye-bye. So it would sharply curtail income-based loan repayment plans. Yeah. At that point, I'm probably just going to let my credit die and just let, oh, yeah, just let it go. For, for fuck it. You just have to make peace with it. <laughs> you have to make peace with the fact that you'll never be able to get a loan for anything ever again. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it would also get rid of the public service loan forgiveness program, which is um, if students go into government work or... Um, teaching work, their loans are forgiven. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to pay them. And so that he wants to get rid of that. And he also wants to cut federal work study in half. And he wants to get rid of um, subsidized loans. Austin, that's all fine and dandy, but we hurt Betsy DeVos's feelings. Oh, that, I'm sorry, that's right. That's the real important issue. Yeah, Fuck right. the students. Who gives <laughs> yeah. a shit about students? Yeah, not the people who are going to like... And you can't even discharge those loans in bankruptcy, so you're stuck with it forever and ever and ever. You're missing the point. Mm. Betsy's hurt. <laughs> um, you're right. It's true. The, the billionaires are the forgotten minority. Um, <laughs> we have one more story. This is actually going to be awesome. Um, and it's a Pennsylvania-related story, isn't it? Ooh, yes, it yeah. is. Um, and unlike the last time, this isn't such a good news. This is not good news, no. no. <laughs> So can't always be good news. It is Pennsylvania after all. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm usually I'm surprised whenever it is good news. I know me too. Um, well, actually, we should start with some good news before we get into the story. Oh, let's let's do that. So, uh, Governor Tom Wolf has yes. rejected the slightly better looking but still in wildly partisan gerrymandered yeah. map that the Republicans right. put forward. Meanwhile, the right on Twitter still says that it's the Democrats who are gerrymandering. Well, well to be fair, it's just that one guy who well, wants I, people to vote for a mango I know, for some the, reason. I, I know. Yeah. I know. There were comments, though, and they're like, yeah, this is crazy. Like, yeah, this is crazy. You're yeah. right. All right. So that's good thank news. You, thank you, Tom Wolf. Yeah. Um, but here's the bad news. A highly controversial pipeline built across Pennsylvania can resume construction now that state officials have lifted their suspension on it. Yay. Um, Pennsylvania's Department of Environmental Protection said Thursday that it issued a $12.6 million penalty against Sunoco Pipeline regarding the Marine East 2 project. Normally, I would say that is a lot of money, and that's a great fine, but it's, it's Sunoco. Yeah. So that's like what they make in what? A few hours? Yeah, twelve point six million. That's, not that's gonna, nothing yeah, that's for nothing. them. Yeah. They'll easily pay the fine and continue. And they're going to let the project continue under increased scrutiny. We'll see what that means. Probably nothing. 
Well, it just means that people are going to protest. I think the problem is... This is the one thing about Tom Wolf that gets me a little up in arms because... Like, uh, he's, I mean, obviously he's protecting the environment more than his predecessor. Well, that's not saying anything. But yeah, but like, you know, like a monkey with half his brain could right. protect the environment better more than, than his Corbett. Yeah, yeah, Corbett was literally everything that, everything that was nice and pretty, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to kill. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Patrick McDonald, the agency secretary, said, Our actions to suspend the permits associated with this project and the collection of this penalty are indicative of the strict oversight that the DEP has consistently exercised over the project. Today's announcement is by no means the end of DEP's oversight. Which all sounds like, um, you know, politicians speak for, look, we got a little bit of money out of them and we're going to let them do it. Yeah, no, we're do a little choice. bit of money yeah, out of them. Yeah. Like I said, $12 million is a like, lot. Like, we got something to show the voters, yeah, but not enough to make trying. the donors angry. Yeah. And and like you said, that this does, one way or another, reflect on Tom Wolf. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. The $2.5 billion project is planned uh, <clears throat> to carry natural gas from shale drilling sites in the western part of the state to us over here at the eastern part. Uh, the DEP said last month that it documented numerous environmental violations in construction, like using unapproved construction techniques and leaking fluid into waterways. Now, these pipes are 100% underground or not? Um, I Do think you know? they're mostly underground. But not all? Yeah, I'm not, it doesn't say. Because it's, so. uh, it's the stuff that's under the ground that's more dangerous, in my opinion, than the stuff that's above ground. Though it's an eyesore, obviously, if it's above ground, but it can be fixed. A lot of the times, if it's leaking and it's and it's underground, you might not know. Or if well, they yeah, might, the thing, they yeah. might know. That's we the won't. thing that's the most frightening. Yeah, leaking fluid into waterways. Yeah, waterways that essentially we drink one oh, yeah. way or another. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I know personally, my house because a lot of this, a lot of the area that we live in is old Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Like I still, my water comes from the well. Yeah, so that's mine. a nat- we drink natural well water. So yeah. if that shit goes into our well system, well, guess what? We're going to be infected. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. So yeah, Pennsylvania. Thank you. That uplifting. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for fixing the gerrymandering, but yeah. thank you for killing us slowly. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe now that gerrymandering's ended, we can flip the house in the senate well, the state house and senate maybe but if your governor is still backing this i still don't see a, a clear way out no if you can get a strong progressive push i don't know maybe yeah i know we have some potential we have some potential there's a yeah. few very progressive candidates tom running in the, <laughs> you know all right well um it's interesting pennsylvania there you go this is why i every i start every intro with something negative about pennsylvania <laughs> because no matter what we c- for a little for a few weeks now we've looked like wow the state's moving to the progressive no mm. no yeah i mean i was ha- i was slightly that it was move i was happy that it was moving slightly left well, for, i wouldn't i throw around the Pen- word progressive listen for <laughs> pennsylvania that is progressive <laughs> we, yeah i know our, like, our liquor laws are still prohibition liquor laws oh, i know yeah. Other, uh, tom wolf changed that a little bit <laughs> a little bit yeah. by letting alcohol now be sold in grocery stores which yeah. wow people some people are probably like wait what are you talking about yeah that oh, yeah. just fucking happened just like a happened. year and a half ago yeah so maybe yeah. no a little more than that not much more because we'll, the beer has been at least four years. Okay, 
Yeah, but not wine. No, wine's new. Wine's new. Yeah, that's new. And then selling alcohol on Sundays was banned for a long time. Yeah. And now we're open like half days. <laughs> like, and, that's And now incredible. I think they're going to start selling them at the gas stations too, <sighs> which we never had before. Well, let's relax. That's, I know. <laughs> you're talking like extreme left now. We'll be right back with uh, an interview from uh, Peter Jacob, who is running for Congress in New Jersey's 7th Congressional District. Yeah. Okay, welcome back to the show. Uh, as we mentioned before, we do have a special guest joining us now um, from New Jersey's 7th Congressional District. Uh, we have Peter Jacob with us. How are you, Peter? Doing well. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Yeah, um, pretty good. We haven't had the best of weeks politically, but it's always nice to uh, speak to a fellow progressive to kind of brighten up the day. Um, so... As I said, you're from New Jersey's 7th Congressional District. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and as well as the district, too. Tell us where it's located and all of that as well. Yep, sure. Again, my name is Peter Jacob. I'm running for U.S. Congress in the 7th District. I'm a licensed social worker here in the state of New Jersey. Uh, if there's something to see, you see it firsthand as a social worker. You're on ground zero every single day, whether it's the families who work two or three jobs, still don't make ends meet, our veterans who serve our nation, yet they come back home jobless, homeless, suffering from PTSD, or our senior citizens who literally had to choose between food and medication every single week. And so uh, seeing these challenges over and over, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. So I did uh, what any honest person would do. And I became a politician. Uh, I ran. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, I ran for U.S. Congress about two years ago. Uh, we started out with uh, barely any money. Uh, as you can imagine, no name recognition. But we ended up having the strongest grassroots campaign against an establishment entrenched Republican here in this district. Uh, and we got nearly 45 percent of the vote. We had over 1,500 volunteers across 14 states. We were one of the first uh, uh, Our Revolution endorsements here. And I think our progressive message, our bold brave progressive message of single-payer health care, of tuition-free, fully funding higher education, getting money out of politics was what resonated with people. Um, so let me also tell you a bit about the district. The district is gerrymandered, and that would be an ultimate understatement because it's pretty much the entire width, for the most part, of New Jersey. If you included one town to the east of us, it would be Newark or uh, Elizabeth. Uh, it would be the entire state. So wow. I live in a very suburban, wow. urban area, the township of Union. My town, only two-thirds of it is in the district, uh, and it goes all the way out to the Pennsylvania border, all the way to the Delaware River Grab. Um, it is the eighth wealthiest congressional district in the country. Uh, wow. We are home to Big Pharma, Big Telecom. Um, we have some of the leading solar panel integrators in all the East Coast uh, right here in our district. So there's a lot of financial capital, intellectual capital, and yet we don't have leadership in Washington that taps into it, holds it accountable, as well as brings in the resources to strengthen uh, our nation, our district, and our communities right here. So that is what we are fighting to do. Well, that is, uh, that's an important message. Yeah. And first, I have to say this. Um, 
Howdy, neighbor, because if, if your district goes all the way out to the Delaware Water Gap, you're literally our neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're right there. We're right. in the Poconos, so not too far yeah, from... I'm surprised it doesn't even go that far. So Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so that's that's incredible. That's that's a big district, and I mean, we're from Pennsylvania, obviously, and we have uh, we have our own problem with gerrymandering going on right now. Yeah. But that doesn't seem much better in your case. Is and you said it's controlled by Republicans, right? Yes, it is a Republican leaning district. It used to be for those uh, of you who know uh, political jargon. It used to be a R plus six district. Now it's just a R plus two district. Okay. Uh, wow. And, uh, okay. Yeah, and and nobody thought this brown-skinned, bearded, millennial, unapologetically progressive social worker could even put a dent in the district. Nobody thought he was touchable. But we saw what was happening uh, nationwide as well as district-wide, and now uh, it became one of the first districts. Uh, in fact, in the state of New Jersey, it was the first district that uh, various progressive organizations as well as the DCCC have identified as uh, a district that Democrats could win in 2018 well that's definitely good news to hear now you did allude to the to an important fact here and i'm actually going to ask you a question based off of this you are an indian american as it says on your website and obviously very proud of that have you run into any issues with race yes uh so when i was running in 2016 see when you can't attack somebody on their character and it looks really bad to be attacking a social worker who's dedicated yeah. his or her life <laughs> to the community uh and then you can't attack them on the policies because they're right what ends up happening is uh something the, along the lines of pretty much racist posts and what our opponent did um was post repost a conservative blog's uh, post uh, about the Orlando shooter. This was around that time. Uh, this yeah, uh, totally mistranslated and misused my comment about it. But what they did was when they posted it, it was an image of the Orlando shooter superimposed right next to me. You know, to cast aspersions pretty much on my character by saying, hey, look at this brown guy compared to the Democrat who is a brown guy. You want to vote for them? Oh, jeez. Uh, and when you go further into the article, then the, there was a completely irrelevant uh, story about some terrorist uh, part of the Taliban in Afghanistan. So what we did, you know, we called him out on it. Uh, I, uh, we were in our office. I grabbed uh, a tablet that was there. We did a Facebook Live and showed how disgusting this was, how low that was. He ended up deleting the post after uh, a lot of comments. Uh, called him out on it. Uh, but if I may share one other story uh, with you. So my last name is Jacob. Uh, I come from a Christian family, mm -hmm. but that does not matter because hate is hate. And what had happened was uh, a month to election, some folks uh, spray painted swastikas on the back of my parents' home. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so you know that was just such a vile and ridiculous act. I live in one of the most diverse towns in in the state of New Jersey. This has never happened to myself or my family. Uh, and what we did is we brought the community together. You know, we showed that where there is darkness, we must bring light. Where hate adds, we must multiply love. Ultimately, we did a press conference to discuss how this is unacceptable in our communities, our state, and our nation at large. We brought the Anti-Defamation League, people from the Christian, Muslim uh, faiths, uh, leaders, 
throughout our county, our mayor from town to denounce such actions. So ultimately, when you can't attack a person on their character, mm -hmm. on their values, on their policies, you resort to ridiculous, dumb, ignorant things like this. And I, I pray and I'm fighting to change that in America. Well, I'm first of all, I have to say, I'm really sorry that 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 have that had to happen to you. That I mean, that's that's something that I wouldn't wish upon anybody. Um, the fact that you have to go through that is going to just strengthen you as a character for sure. But it just man, that's just a shame that that has to happen. Um, so as a result of that, um, how do you think that we? Because it's it's unfortunately it's not even just in your case; it's all across this country. How do you propose that we as a country can move away from this sort of hate, this sort of um, judgment, and just become one with each other? What's your proposal to fix that? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know how much time you guys have, but let me try and answer that uh, as uh, succinctly as possible here. Um, I, I'm a believer in an America we have yet to become. Uh, the founding of this nation and the founding fathers we know were p far from perfect. They were not perfect servants. They were just public servants. Uh, but we have seen the evolution of, of this country move in the direction of progress, you know, from mm -hmm. uh, the civil rights movement to women's suffrage uh, to scientific advancement. I think our communities come together when we ensure that we have a democracy and an economy that works for each and every single one of us. Uh, I think Martin Luther King alluded to that fact when he said, what's the point of having an integrated lunch counter if you can't afford a cup of coffee and a hamburger at that counter? Right. I am a believer that in order for us to have social justice, we must also have economic justice. Uh, I think the special interests in this country, the moneyed interests that have exploited labor, have exploited our environment, have created this narrative for decades now, but primarily within the last 30 to 40 years with their southern strategy and whatnot, um, have divided people as they suck wealth up to the top. Mm -hmm. They want us to ignore the fact that the tax cuts are benefiting them so they could go gamble their profits on Wall Street while the crumbs fall from the table. And then they say, there's not enough for Hispanics, blacks, uh, whites, you all got to fight and defend for yourself. And they're laughing away at the top. Um, I think revealing that and having that consciousness that there is enough wealth, that there should not be a child going hungry tonight in America, that there should not be a senior choosing between food or medication or a vet committing suicide. We have enough. And the fundamental problem is there is a greedy percent of people in this country who want it all to themselves. And when we all realize that, that they are taking from the hard work that we are putting in with our tax dollars, with our time, then that is the moment we could have that awakening in America and take what belongs to us and take back our government. Very well said. Very yeah. true. Very true. Um, I had a college professor, an economics professor, that once said um, to break it down to people who can't seem to understand how the money is broken down in this country. Imagine you have a fisherman who catches 10 fish, keeps nine fish for himself, and then shares the one fish with the entire boat. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what you're talking about. And uh, until that's fixed, there's really not much that we can do. Yeah. 
because I mean, like we're me and Austin are going through problems like that as well every day, just like every oh other God, American. Yes. <laughs> um, there's other issues that you stand for um, that are very important. Um, but instead of just going off of each one, what are some of the um, issues that mean the most to you? Like, what will as as a congressman of New Jersey's seventh congressional district, what are you going to fight for the most? Mm-hmm. Healthcare needs to be a human right. And I oft, often find Democrats using this term, healthcare uh, needs to be a uh, human right. Uh, we need universal healthcare, but they don't explain how to do that. Right. And there's really only one way to do that. And that is through a single payer system. We need to expand and improve the program that already exists, which is the most popular program, and that is Medicare. We need a Medicare for all healthcare system. You know, when we talk about the founding of our nation, which was on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. you don't get to liberty and the pursuit of happiness without ensuring life. Uh, and I could tell you firsthand, I know people firsthand, whether it is through my work as a social worker, whether it's going out to the district and meeting voters, uh, or just me personally. Uh, I have personal friends who are in these situations who are very intelligent people. Look, the next Jonas Salk with the next major breakthrough uh, in uh, our pharmaceutical industry or uh, in our telecom or whatever it, uh, science we could, uh, it, whatever scientific advancement uh, we could have in this nation is being prevented because that next Jonas Salk or who's going to outdo Elon Musk and put an actual human being in space in a Tesla Roadster, <laughs> that next person is stuck at a desk job under the weight of student loan debt, for one, right. but also because they are a pre-existing condition and they need to be at that job for the benefits. What if we could free them from that? You know, healthcare is ultimately, Medicare for all is ultimately freedom for all. You don't have to be stuck at that job for the health insurance. Mm-hmm. You could be free and take your health care with you no matter what you do. And we want to inspire people to be entrepreneurs. We want them to be leaders. Uh, we've been a nation of innovation, you know, whether it is in tech. I believe the, the future economy, the current leading into the future economy, we need to be a global leader in renewable clean energy. We got the research, we got the uh, the human capital, financial, as well as the uh, intellectual capital to do these things. And healthcare is preventing anybody from moving forward. Yep. And <laughs> I mean, there's, I can't add anything to that. That's, um, oh, it, we were just having that conversation. <laughs> we really just yeah. were. Um, yeah, because like in my personal life, I'm trying to look for a new job right now. And the one thing that's keeping me back is the benefits. Yeah. And Austin was like kind of joking around, but not really. No. That if I didn't have to worry about that because it's a guaranteed right, I could just find a job that I want to do to be happy. But I can't do that. Right. Now I have to continue to search for a job that's going to make me miserable because, but they offer good benefits. Yeah. It's right. a, it's a corrupt system that we're in. Um, what about? Uh, I know this is big because you're a social worker, so I'm looking forward to hearing what you want, like your thoughts on this are. But LGBT rights, uh, civil rights, women's rights, especially this Me Too movement, which thankfully is continuing to be strong. Just uh, quickly wanted to get your opinion on things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Unequivocally, you know, again, I think 
in order to have social justice, we need to ensure economic justice. Uh, the Me Too movement is something I was hoping would happen at some point. As a social worker, you can imagine coming across this issue over and over about sexual abuse, sexual misconduct, and assault and harassment. Um, I take a three-pronged approach to this. First, yes, we need to pass the legislation, the Me Too Act, which is in Congress. Kristen Gillibrand has been taking initiative when it comes to justice in our military uh, system. Um, We also, what we need to do to ensure more uh, consistent as well as um, lifelong change is not just by changing laws or adding laws. We need to ultimately change hearts and minds, if I may borrow that term. Uh, We need a cultural shift. As someone who fought the scourges of human trafficking, particularly sex trafficking, I had the ability to serve at the Coalition Against Trafficking and Women International. And my job ultimately was men's work, to reduce the demand for prostitution. Uh, And we focused in places like Philippines, in South America. Uh, And ultimately, when you educate uh, a younger generation that's coming up who is growing up in a misogynistic world who for many of them it's a rite of passage to sleep with a prostitute and then talking about the harms of this uh, socially you see the change in attitude you see the reduction in demand and I think that's something we need to invest in we need a, uh, a, a kindergarten through high school education on gender roles masculinity misogyny and all that stuff that's completely lacking in our educational system and it's much needed in the 21st century and the third thing is again economic justice we need a living wage in this country in the state of new jersey a single mother needs to be making not 15 but 26 bucks an hour at least to put food on the table and have enough for rent right just for those things wow and so when you put money into the pockets of uh women particularly because we know uh, women are disproportionately working minimum wage jobs. And even you take it a step further, women of color are uh, disproportionately represented in that number. Absolutely. You know, you enable them, you provide them with the freedom uh, to speak up in instances of social injustice, speak up in instances of sexual harassment. And one thing that many women in the Me Too movement have, and I'm glad that they're being out there and they're being vocal, is they have the economic freedom to talk about it. You know, there are women who are working in the fast food restaurant where they see or they're experiencing uh, their uh, staff supervisor groping them and whatnot. But they're stuck at that job Mm -hmm. and they can't go anywhere else. And that is such an unfortunate situation to be in. And we need to allow the economic freedom so they could stand up for their own social justice. God, I hope you win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you, uh, obviously. uh, There's a lot more that we could talk about. I mean, there's so many issues that we can cover. But, um, you know, why don't you take this time to plug everything that you can plug your website, plug where people can uh, uh, donate to your campaign, everything that you need to uh, so people can actually continue to look into your uh, campaign. Yeah. First and foremost, huge shout out to you guys, Tom and Austin. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me on. Of course. No problem. Uh, I want to invite everybody to check out our website, jacob2018.com. Tweet at me, uh, like our page and share the awesome stuff we put out on Facebook. It's Peter Jacob 
NJ. That's also our uh, Twitter handle. Uh, get involved. New Jersey's primary is June 5th. It's pretty much right around the corner. Yeah. If you're in Union, Somerset, Morris, uh, Hunterdon, Warren uh, counties, come out, get involved. You know, democracy is not a noun. It is a verb. Get out, get active. Jacob2018.com. Sign up. And you know what? Me and Austin are not too far away, so yeah. maybe we can take a trip up there and uh, help you out one of these days. We would love that. If there's anything that we can do as a podcast, uh, just let us know, and we'd love to help you out. We'll uh, try to try to get you into office so you can save us, please. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'm gonna, hey, you made that promise. I'm going to hold you to it. Please do. I know, oh, yeah. I know where to find you guys now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Peter Jacob. Uh, please check him out, especially if you're in New Jersey. But even if you're not, uh, try to spread the word so we can uh, you know, get more people just like him in office. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again. Thank you. Welcome back to the first take of the third segment, because <laughs> that's how we roll. Um, I hope you enjoyed that interview, uh, Austin. I know I did. Very much so. Very much. Um, unfortunately, and fortunately, at the exact same time, yeah. we're going to ruin that. Yep. But first, let's introduce the next beer. Oh, I'm very excited about Me this. Me too. This is one of my favorites. It's also an extremely strong um, 11.8% ABV. Not the strongest, oh, is that all? but <laughs> yes, that's all. It is from the uh, soon to be sponsors, Wirebacher. I'm putting them of course, on. Yeah. I'm going to put them on the pressure now. We're putting them on notice. Yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, fans of the show, we need to start a tweet campaign. <laughs> Wirebacher sponsorship now. <laughs> There you go. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. But then put it before that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> otherwise it, it wouldn't work. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work. Even if you're reading, if yeah. it's like, unless this is like the anime Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> then you read it like that. Um, this is Quad from Wirebucker. We've had this before. Uh, it's just an extremely good and a little bit aged, which Austin says is actually good. It is for a high gravity beer. This is like it? four months old, so that's yeah. pretty good. As long as it wasn't like out in sunlight. It should be great. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was back in the the back room at the grocery store. It it smells so good. Oh, my God. All right. Let's (laughs) cheers. Here we go. It's Alex Jones. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Why is that so amazing? Yeah, because all the harshness is mellowed. Oh. (laughs) Well, I officially don't want to do this next segment. No. But we have that to do so, some. No, 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 we don't. This For the is listeners, so, we must bring them the scary religious nut jobs. The show must go on. So. Um, returning to our show for the umpteenth time yeah. is the one and only Alex Jones. Yes. Which is why we did a cheers to <laughs> Alex Jones. Now, I have to warn everybody. Yeah. Um, it's not a particularly religious segment, so we're kind of yeah, well, stretching we've, the we've, definition. We've done this before, but he is part of that culture. 
And he is religious. Like and there's he, no, yeah, he is. So. And he is a scary and a religious and a nut job. Yeah. So he's a scary yeah. religious nut job. It just happens to be that the thing he's talking about isn't particularly. Right. Well, it might be though because we, we didn't listen to the whole clip. Austin, we listened to six seconds. <laughs> yeah. When it, when we determined that a clip is good enough for the show, it normally takes us the entirety of the clip. This one took six fucking seconds, yeah, and the, you'll like, understand the, why. <laughs> the most amazing sentence I think I've it, ever heard about it, it. It might be. Yeah. It might be. Alex Jones is literally everything that we need. Yeah. <laughs> like, we could do a whole show on just Alex Jones, yeah. dissecting Alex yeah. Jones. Like the... <laughs> <laughs> like the alien reptile man that he is <laughs> oh but he doesn't think he's the reptile it's everybody mm, else okay the elites the know. elites yeah yeah um <laughs> where's this coming from austin uh it is coming from right wing watch <laughs> that's french I'm so glad you asked. that's french for right wing watch yes <laughs> it's robbing watch <laughs> It sounds actually delicious when you say it like that. Everything sounds delicious in France. <laughs> I know. I know. All right, so you ready to hear his insanity? I'm definitely ready to re rehear it. My re- voice just cracked. <laughs> Puberty. It's a, it's a fucked up thing, guys. Yeah. Most people, it stops by now. <laughs> I'm only 26. Yeah. For what? Another month? Come on. <laughs> I don't, don't want to know. That's why I only got two months. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm, sad. The big firestorm is the National Portrait Gallery artist hired by Obama is well known for being a black supremacist that calls for black women to be royal and to assess their royalty by chopping white women's heads off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to say it took us 11 seconds to realize <laughs> this is our clip. <laughs> what? What is going on in that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened. So the, por- so the portrait painter, the portrait painter, yeah, yeah, is a black supremacist. Yes, who thinks that black women need to be royalty, and in order to achieve that, they cut off white women's heads. Right. <laughs> this can't. He can't be serious. No, he is, and that's why he is the feature yeah. of this segment. Yeah. Th- that is fucking absurd. I know. Like I, okay. He has followers, way too many of them, but he has followers. Do you That's because think- he's drafting the army for the war on information. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you think that his fan base was all like, oh my God, what an evil person? Or do you think there, were, there had to be at least one person that was like, what? Right? Well, well, do you think they even like, they probably had to wait till they finished before they could even register what he said. <laughs> You know, and the funny thing is, I just got—I have to mention this again. Okay, Alex Jones m- considers himself a libertarian. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to remind okay. everybody. All right, okay, uh, odd, but all right. Oh, is it odd? Well, no. I mean, he is a libertarian. Yeah, yeah. I just have to remind you because they're fucking crazy. <laughs> he's the—he's the—he's the spokesperson for the Libertarian Party. No, <laughs> I don't know if I go that far. I—I I, I will look. Their official spokesperson was crazy. But not this crazy. He paints all of that. Uh, those articles are up on Infowars.com. We can throw that up on screen for TV viewers. So I know it sounds completely uh, and totally unbelievable. Yes, it does. <laughs> but now it's not real. Uh, there is a new controversy. And I remember reading about this a year ago when he was chosen. And this has been in the mainstream news. Uh, Obama portrait shock. President covered in sperm. Uh, this <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
So just so everybody knows, wait a second. Just so everybody knows, we haven't yet listened to this. No. So this is all first time. What? What are you gonna say? <laughs> I was just gonna say, what did he spill his latte on himself? <laughs> Oh, Pastor Manny. Oh, what is he talking about, Austin? I don't know. This is obsessed with sperm. All of his paintings have sperm swimming all over everything. Is this Pastor so Manny? Kit to take the question mark off. It's admittedly that he paints sperm everywhere. Um, and the word is him and Obama are really good friends. Pause it. Pause it. Where? Where's the sperm? I think it's right there. No, but he said everyone. Where I'm pointing at this picture. Where's the sperm? <laughs> I don't know. There is no sperm. No. Where's the sperm on this one? I think I think that. Oh, I see that little. Okay, and then this. I don't see it. I don't know what that is. Yeah. This is so fucking. Is that Mitt Romney? <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's a Mormon eye for the straight guy. <laughs> can you can you put this in the description so people can check this out? If yeah, they want? well, I'll put it because in you got to watch the video too because you got to see the pictures that he's choosing. Yeah, I I can kind of see what he's talking about here. Yeah, in the middle picture, but these th- nothing. No, this is so fucking stupid. I know. All right. So here's a giant sperm swimming across the president's head. Which oh, that's Obama. Uh, he also that's um, not Obama. <laughs> More like Trump. Shows the president has six fingers uh, in the national portrait. There's no so there fingers. There is a sperm. Where? The head of the sperm. But this is a GMO sperm. <laughs> wouldn't even have a tailor to swim. Uh, these are fully formed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. He called it a GMO sperm. By, by the way, <laughs> GMO sperm, my new cover band. <laughs> Really good luck with that one. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is going to be a cover band for. Oh my God. Oh. Corn? <laughs> oh, no, I don't think so. Austin, this is Maybe so, Dave Matthews. This is so stupid. Okay, now I can see Obama in the picture a little bit more. But I don't see the sperm. <laughs> he had to justify him trying to find where the sperm was because I think he forgot where it was in the circle. Okay, he's these are sperm. That's what he said. Oh, I see it now. Okay. Okay. Okay, and then this too. Yeah. Uh, so given that those look like yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't yeah. see this on no. this, but all of a sudden now, <laughs> not joking, I do see that. Yeah. That's, That's weird. That is actually really strange. I feel almost <laughs> bad for making fun of it. That's actually a little weird. Yeah. Sperm that he has. You can see the sperm uh, he, uh, there swimming as well. Uh, so that is in your face. That is. You say, well, it doesn't make sense. It's so. All right, look, buddy, if you're going to put sperm <laughs> on my face, we're going to we're gonna have to at least go out for oh, dinner but first. I'm actually a little disturbed by this because I still can't see it on this one. But yeah. the first two pictures, now that's all I can see. <laughs> what? What is this? I don't know. Okay, I want to hear the rest of this. Generate. It's a religion of degeneracy. It's what oh, globalism God. is. It's what Satanism oh, religion is. Religion of. Gen- so there you go. Religion of degeneracy. Oh, my new cover band. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a, a long hashtag. Second, yeah. That's a lot. Of, that's a long hashtag. But yeah. plus, now he officially said religion. So yeah. it's scary religious nut jobs. There we go. We out. win. President Obama covered in sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that that's is going on my soundboard. <laughs> it's also the face that he's making yeah. when he's saying this. President Obama covered in sperm. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it is a weird sentence to say, though. Yeah. Yeah. I 
I'm torn. I don't know what's going on. Because well, there It's not semen though, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Alright, let's uh let's a new national portrait. And it's all part of the joke in your face. Because they don't want upright strength on your face. <laughs> they want in, in to your everything mouth. be a ritual of abomination. Oh, I like that. Oh. That's clever. And then he looked off. Oh, and that's like, it. And that's it. I like at the end he looked off camera. He's like, "Was that the joke? <laughs> Was that the joke <laughs> we're going with?" Abomination. That's I look. Don't, there's sperm everywhere. I feel it's so ridiculous. I feel so dumb for never never hearing that before. Abomination. I feel like oh yeah, it had to have been said before. I guarantee you, during both elections, I'm oh, sure yeah. it was yeah, all yeah, over yeah. the right wing blogosphere. But my question for or, you or blog of flat earth whatever you call it. yeah no okay let's be serious for one second no <laughs> there was definitely sperm looking things in those two pictures now though yeah but, pi- that, but the thing is they might have been part of some kind of series right and i'll be completely honest with you those two pictures were nothing to do with obama the no. one that had to do with obama was the one that he said gmo sperm because yeah. he couldn't find it yeah what does that mean? Like it's really good at hiding <laughs> like what is the gmo sperm <laughs> <laughs> other than my new cover band <laughs> Ah, I am expecting God. an answer to that. By the way, for the hashtag. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe's got his work cut out for him. No. That was that's a tough one. That might be the toughest one we've ever done. <laughs> GMO sperm. Maybe it's a fish cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, no, ew, <laughs> no. no. Maybe maybe the talking heads. I can see nah. that. Okay, I can see that. Well, I don't know because fish is all like. Okay, vegan stop, and non GMO. Stop. I guess it have to be the opposite. Somebody who has talking? a lot of GMO. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, Alice Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, because of all the fake blood? Marilyn Manson? <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Okay. Gotta be genetically modified. Okay. All right. So good luck with that, GMO yeah, sperm. That was, that was an interesting clip. That was very interesting. Not question. overly religious. We apologize for you purists out there. But, uh, ooh. He did say religion of abomination. He did. So. And he and he said several times, sperm on Obama's face, which is... <laughs> please and get, when I get my soundboard back yeah, up, it's definitely you, going on Can there. you get that back, please? Yeah, I'll get it back. And, and add all these amazing things, please. Yeah, I will. I miss the boom, boom, shakalaka. <laughs> yeah. I really miss and that. Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> Those right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe it's just like... That's the helpful guide he's written for his grinder dates. <laughs> you think? It's like, uh, how old do you think he is? Like, I'll say like 140. <laughs> I'll say like 60. Um, definitely, definitely a bear. <laughs> and then the whole description in caps: boom, boom, chagalaga. <laughs> people, like people are like. <laughs> subcategory of bear oh it has to be it has to be yeah. with, with all the funny little nuances of gay yeah. uh what do you call that gay culture no not gay culture but uh terminology i guess gay yeah. terminology that has to be black gay-topia. bear gaytopia <laughs> yeah. that if that's a cover band i got one <laughs> i got one <laughs> i believe that's a proposed new name for san francisco <laughs> And Gatopia Bay. Oh, yeah. that actually sounds really good. <laughs> that sounds that's that actually flows really nice. Yeah, like sperm on Obama's face. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Well, we apologize for Peter Jacob <laughs> yeah. for ending the, you know the show that way. Yeah. But, 
Um, you know, sperm will pull on his face. Whew, let's wow. um, let's uh, wrap this up, <laughs> and we'll uh, do our final or closing thoughts here. <laughs> right, final good. thoughts, closing thoughts. Same shit all over your face <laughs> <laughs> and Obamas, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> What are your uh, closing thoughts for today? Oh, well, we'd like to thank Peter Jacob for coming on the show course, and putting up with our insanity. As always. Um, we didn't have any actual insanity today. We had a different <laughs> Weyerbacher drink. <laughs> but uh, the interview went pretty well, as they usually do on our show. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the people who come on. They, right. They do a good job. Yep. Um, definitely look into uh, all the sites and all the info that Peter Jacob plugged. Yeah. Um, the more progressive that we can get elected, the better off we're going to be as a country. Yes. And he has a very interesting story. Um, let's hope that the, uh, which I don't think it will, but let's hope that the Trump budget that was proposed an American budget uh, <laughs> doesn't get it Sounds passed. like a horror movie. Yeah. It actually sounds it like the beginning well, of a horror is. movie. It is. If you read it, yeah. it's probably a lot scarier than anything Stephen like King he, could write. Like he watched he watched an episode of American Horror Story and he's like, the American budget. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you ever think it's funny that like the most frightening um, congressperson is Steve King? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It is kind of ironic. Yeah. It is kind of ironic. Yeah. I've read a couple Stephen King books. Yeah. And they're not, they're not, I mean, some of them are creepy, but not scary. No. It's hard to be scared by a book that's why that's why i'm saying the american budget is much scarier than anything stephen king has ever written um uh that student loan stuff sounds frightening for my bank account (laughs) we didn't really have any good stories nothing really that we talked actually i'll and of course the the um east mariner three pipeline sounds frightening sounds like another disgusting yeah, it sounds like uh, we have our own Dakota Access Pipeline yeah. fight coming here. Unfortunately, though, it's not going to be as mainstream as that was. So we're not well, going to get the you fighting. Know what? Because they didn't go through Native American land here. Right, right. Well, well. <clears throat> that we know of. Well, no, not just that. But in theory, this is all Native American land. Oh, so, that's a good point. So technically yeah. speaking, they are. But you know what I mean. I do know exactly yeah. what you mean. But I'm just saying that we are fucking terrible people. Yeah. Um, just saying. Yeah, I don't know if I have much else to say than that. <laughs> it wasn't a great week, I'll say that. No, no, it wasn't. Um, yep, again, thank you, Peter Jacob, for coming on. Uh, if you're in the 7th District of New Jersey, make sure you check him out. Um, psh, yeah, no good stories, man. At least no Although I have to say the beer we had today was particularly good. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I mean, for the most part, they always are. Uh, except but for today they were particularly very good. Very good, yeah. yeah. Um, yep, fuck you, Betsy DeVos. <laughs> fuck you, Rob Porter. Fuck you, Donald Trump. Fuck you, food stamp idea. Fuck you, pipeline. Um, <clears throat> that's it. <laughs> just fair enough. Little little anger, but I just wanted to make sure I told everybody to fuck off. <laughs> and fuck you, Blue Apron. And <laughs> you're a sponsor by now. Yeah, I'll reach out. Yeah. <laughs> so you might want to play in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, they they sponsor <laughs> other political podcasts. Yeah, that no, say a lot not, more fucking. Yeah bad shit than we do it's definitely not a political thing yeah no no <laughs> hey um still waiting for adam and eve <laughs> that's, that's yeah. the one i want yeah we're working on the um 
uh, on the studio name still. Oh, uh, yeah. We, I forgot we about took that. all those ideas and we're just uh, weighing in our options. Yeah. And uh, it should be coming soon. But, um,. Yeah, so time for the plugging. So if you're a fan of the show and you already know all this, you could you could turn off now if you want. Um, Tom, that's such a good strategy. Tell people to stop listening. <laughs> However, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, we had quite a bit of uh, activity uh, over the last oh, week. Oh, yes, so, we did. Very so much, there, yeah. there's a chance that you are new. So welcome aboard the shit show that we call Dumb All Over. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a shit show. Just let you know ahead of Absolutely, time. Absolutely, 100%. It might not yeah. get better. Um, Will not. <laughs> you can download our podcast for free on iTunes and just look for Dumb All Over. Yep. We are on Blog Talk Radio. That is our home site. Um, you can listen for free there or download for free. Guess what? The podcast is free. Yeah. Um, Unless you don't want it to be. <laughs> right. And we'll get to that in just a second. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can go on our Twitter and follow us there because we are very active on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We are getting more active on Facebook. That yeah. is uh, my goal of 2018 to make Facebook great again. Okay. Uh, Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's a- yeah. it's really hard. I know. It's actually surprisingly difficult, but it's getting there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. You can find us on Instagram, which we post... Not as often as we should, but that's okay. But more than we were for a little while. <laughs> yes. Uh, look up Dumble Over. Uh, Twitter, by the way, and Facebook are at Dumble Over Pod. Yeah. So Dumble Over Pod's kind of the thing. Yeah. Uh, we're also on all the other podcatchers and shit like that, too. Yeah. But as Austin alluded to before, if you liked what you heard and you want more and better, apparently better audio, too, which we found out from our <laughs> patrons. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can check us out on patreon.com forward slash dumb all over. Um, if you subscribe to us there, you can get literally all of the other stuff that we do bloopers, which are coming soon. Yeah. Uh, full episodes, meaning no commercials and all the shit that Austin would normally cut out to make this not a 14 hour show. <laughs> well, not all of it, but a lot of it. Well, yeah, some things. We're still <laughs> <laughs> um, and like I said, better audio quality, which, um, we found out very recently since we started using a couple new things or something. I don't know. Yeah. Austin's the technical guy. I'm just, a, I'm just, a, I'm just a talking head. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but you get all that. Plus, you get my solo show, which is not back up yet. It's been a very bad couple of weeks, work wise and personal life wise. But I'm getting there. Austin has his solo show. Yep. Um, also, Austin, congratulations on finally officially releasing yes. the album. Yes. It's been a long and strenuous journey, but. It- yeah, you have no fucking idea. I have no idea, no, no. but I'm looking forward to listening yeah. to that. Um, so congrats on that. And new Thank episodes you. of your show hopefully coming out soon, too. Yep. I think um, this weekend we'll have the yep. big one. Yeah. And that's actually only all for $1. So yeah. if, if you subscribe to us, if you uh, become a patron for $1, literally that's it. You get all of that. And then there's more, and I think a better additional stuff as well yeah. as you go further out. We have $2, $3, etc. So check us out, patreon.com forward slash dumble over. Uh, give us your money because we need it. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we, uh, you know, just want to create a nice and big community that we can, you know, talk to and stuff. And I'm just rambling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do really well. I know. Um, Oh, we want to thank Cognitive Dissonance for putting our little shout yeah. out. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. At the beginning of that? their episode. So they freaked me out a little. 
because I'm listening to it and there's one after another after another yeah. and it's like three minutes, four minutes into the show and I'm yeah. like, yeah, they didn't pick us. And I'm like, I'm laying down listening to this. I just woke up when I was listening to it and all of a sudden I hear my <clears throat> annoyingly high voice <laughs> and I'm like, oh uh-huh. shit, they used ours. So thank you so much, uh, Thomas yeah. Cecil, for that. That's really, really kind of you. 400 episodes. 400. Wow. Austin, we're complaining about fucking 56. <laughs> <laughs> 400 is incredible. Yeah. And even though I well, I can't I, even imagine what it's going to feel like getting to 100. I know. Alone. And we're, we're, we're not too far from I that. I know, yeah. Um, I will say this. I know the cognitive distance is not listening per se to our episode, no. but- um, <laughs> No, you don't have to say per se. They're not listening. Right. But um, they're a huge inspiration to us. Yeah. So it was kind of a cool little thing and for them to allow us to plug our show on yeah. a really cool thing. And uh, hopefully they come up with more and more episodes. And, um, and thanks to No Illusions for his- Really hilarious Patreon reading at the end of the last. I mean, our genitals are amazing. (laughs) So, (laughs) so what can I say about that? Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that sounds good. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Bye. The way things are isn't the way they have to be. But knowing what to challenge and how to change it isn't always clear. That's why independent journalism has never mattered more. When we are free to follow any lead and question any authority, we can confront the status quo, uncover vital alternatives and bring clarity to the world's most complex issues. We can help our readers understand the world. So together we can fight for a better one. Hope is power. And with your support, you'll always find it at The Guardian. At the bank of Antandek, mortgages are on the menu. I was in the chippy last night and it hit me. Go on. We should give all our new mortgage customers £1,000. Of spuds? Potatoes? Yeah, jackets, roasties, dolphin waz. I mean, what's not to love? Hey, yeah, we could call it Mashback. Genius. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're giving their customers £1,000 cash back on selected first-time buyer mortgages. See what's possible at Santander. Lending subject to status and criteria. Cash back given on completion and repayable if mortgage closed within two years. Offer can be withdrawn. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.